Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This will be the end of Animated Adventure. And we will be uploading on our new podcast title, The Animated Storyteller. Please kindly follow the link in this episode description below to listen to our new podcast, and also rate and follow us in this new podcast. I'm standing in the middle of the room wearing this extravagant dress and a glittery mask. All eyes are on me, but I can sense how ingenuine they are. This is supposed to be my sweet 16th, and yet all of these guests were complete strangers. Ugh, it's all that slimeball Gregory's fault. Actually, this OTT party was all down to him. Oh, hi. I'm Vivian, but my friends call me Viv. My mom, Jacqueline Mars, is one of the wealthiest people on Earth. So, 
I grew up thinking massive mansions, gigantic pools, and a floor entirely for toys was the norm. Well, at least I did until I turned 10. That day I was playing in my life-size dollhouse when I heard talking coming from the other side of the fence. I peeked over it and saw a woman and a girl around my age who looked kind of weird. Curious, I spoke up. Hey you, why do you dress so funny? Pardon? What did you say? You don't even have shoes on. That's so silly. You're the silly one. Bet you've never tasted this before, huh? So try it. Spoiled rich kids like you always look down on others. While in fact, you're no use to society. I just stood there dumbfounded as the security shooed them away. I never meant to offend her. I, I was just curious. So I rushed inside the house to find mom and ask her about this. Oh, honey, not anyone can be as wealthy as we are. That means you don't have to worry about a thing, sweet pea. Now go play so mommy can work, okay? Even to this day, mom's words still linger in my ears. I've grown to resent my family's wealth. I just wanted to be a normal kid. That's why, by the time I got to middle school, I convinced mom to let me transfer from my private school to a public one and wipe out everything about me online so no one would know about my influential family. I get the bus to school, buy clothes from thrift shops, and prepare my own lunch instead of bringing the gourmet dish the chefs make for me. A perfect normal life. Until Gregory, mom's so-called boyfriend, showed up. He sticks his big nose in everything. Thanks to him, mom wouldn't stop nagging at me about my clothing, my trashy public school, or how I gotta stop hanging out with the mediocre kids. Ugh, he is driving me insane. And to top it off, he gave mom the idea of throwing me a 16th birthday party. I hate attention. Mom knows this. But what Gregory wants, Gregory gets. This could be an opportunity to introduce her to society and gain new associates. It'd be good for her when she takes over business in the future. Blah, blah, blah. Poof. Please. The only thing that man cares about is himself and his associates. Not mine. In the end, I agreed to a masquerade ball. On one condition. Mom has to stop interfering with who I should or shouldn't hang out with, especially my friends at school. And that brings us to the present, right when the host announces that it's time for... my first dance? Huh? My what now? Ugh. Gregory! I was confusedly looking around to find a partner when suddenly a hand grabbed me. Birthday girl, come dance with me. Ugh, what a creep. Let go! Can somebody help me with this? Suddenly, a boy around my age appeared. Oh my. He has the most beautiful gray eyes I've ever seen. Excuse me, sir. I believe the lady has agreed to have her first dance with me. Thank you, handsome stranger. As we danced, I couldn't help but stare dreamily into those gorgeous eyes of his. We were about to leave the dance floor when he whispered in my ear, Wait here. I'll be right back. (sighs) Who would have thought... A superficial party like this would lead me to my perfect guy. Suddenly, I heard a snapping sound behind me, and as I turned around, my mask fell off. Oh no, a paparazzi cut my mask string. I tried to cover my face with my hands, but it was no use. Luckily, Mum rushed over and hid me behind her. Sorry, everyone, but the party's over. We had a great time and hope to see you all again soon. Then she led me back to my room while the security showed everyone the way out. From that moment on, my ordinary life ended for good. My face was plastered all over the internet as the billionaire Jacqueline Mars' daughter.
Now everyone at school is looking at me funny. I don't get it, guys. I'm still the same old Viv. Oh, there my besties are. They would surely have my back, right? But nope. As I approached them, they went ballistic on me, saying how I don't trust them enough to confess about my actual background. So from now on, we're no longer friends. This is so unfair. I never asked for any of this. I wipe away my tears, trying to act like nothing happened. Huh? What's this? There's a note lying on top of my books that says, Hey, it's me, the guy from your birthday party. I'm so sorry for what happened to you. If you need anyone to talk to, text me anytime. Oh, so he's from our school? Wow. Just when I thought no one's there for me, he showed up again. But there's no name, though. Is he still playing this mysterious game? Okay, I'll just call him my masked knight then. From that day on, we texted non-stop. He just gets me. My family situation, my friends, everything. One time, he even secretly slid a Blackpink concert ticket in my bag, since I once told him that I was their diehard fan. Another time, he sent me a gift card to my all-time favorite ice cream store, Ben & Jerry's, just to cheer me up on a bad day. Aww. This ice cream tastes delicious, but I can't help wishing the Masked Knight was here with me. All I know is he has the most beautiful gray eyes and gorgeous black hair. Hmm. Oh, speak of the devil. Hey, I have a surprise for you this Valentine's Day. Hope you're as excited to see me as I am to see you. Finally, I get to meet the boy I'm crazy about. I can't wait. On Valentine's Day, I was in English staring out of the window and thinking about my masked knight. I wonder what he looks like. Ladies, I brought your Valentine's roses. Here you go, Viv. This is it. It's gotta be from him. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a taste of the rose, then come meet me at the pool. X. I quickly unwrapped the candy, popped it into my mouth, then rushed to meet my dream man. Well, where was he? As I tried calling him, the room started to spin. I saw the outline of a blurred black figure, then... Ugh... My head is killing me. Where am I? And whose hand am I holding? Hold on. Those eyes. He must be. Thank goodness you're awake. Uh, are you the one who danced with you at your birthday party? In the flesh. I'm Jeremiah, by the way. I had higher hopes for our first face-to-face -face meeting, but oh well. <laughs> Turns out, he always knew I went to the same school as him but he was a bit intimidated by my family's influence, so he decided to get to know me via text first. He said the cops had found some sort of sleep-inducing substance in my rose candy. Before I could quiz him anymore on this, Mom barged into the room and hugged me. After making sure I was okay, she turned to Jeremiah and said, You saved my daughter. For that, I can never thank you enough. Please join us for dinner tomorrow night. Jeremiah seemed hesitant at first, but then he nodded in agreement. Hmm. The dinner did not go as planned. Between Mum's blatant interrogating and Gregory's menacing looks, I could sense Jeremiah's discomfort. Then when Jeremiah asked where the restroom was, Gregory insisted on showing him. When Jeremiah returned, he seemed flustered and made his excuses to leave. Gah. What had that annoying Gregory said to him? I quickly followed Jeremiah and apologized but he just smiled and offered to pick me up for school tomorrow.
The cops haven't found the culprit yet, so from now on, I'll be your guardian. How sweet. After that, I hung out with him every day. Great, right? Only, somehow it didn't feel the same as when we were texting. Back then we had a deep connection. Now it was just like two friends hanging out. Oh, and not to mention Olivia, Jer's childhood friend who can't seem to leave him alone for more than two seconds. One time, Jer and I were at the movies together, but guess who coincidentally appeared and plonked herself down next to him? Yep, Olivia. Worse still, with their giggling and popcorn sharing, I felt like the third wheel. I was not having this again. So I just left for home in this random cab parked outside the theater. But bad luck. The driver doesn't know the way. He doesn't even have a phone. And I had to lend him mine for GPS. The guy snatched it out of my hand immediately. Rude. But wait, it was 9pm already. Why did he still have shades on? And even wore a mask? Right then, I realized the car had passed the town's border. Stop! The car suddenly filled with smoke, and the last thing I thought was, he has eyes that were exactly like... Jair's. I woke up finding myself in this old, cobwebby room. Where is this place? And that driver guy? I have to get out of here now. <clears throat> right at that moment, he came into the room with a smile. Don't you recognize me? Will you have another dance with me? Because I'd love that. What is happening right now? What he just said. Did that mean he's the actual masked knight? Maybe that's why I don't feel connected to Jeremiah. Why did Jer lie to me then? So many questions popped up in my head. Then suddenly I heard a car stop outside. That guy immediately went to check. This could be my chance of escaping. By the time I got downstairs, I saw the driver guy talking to... Jeremiah. So I hid behind the door and watched on. Cameron, just stop this. Getting revenge on our father is one thing, but this is a step too far. Take Viv back to her family now and end this. I know this looks bad, but trust me, I'd never hurt Viv. I didn't mean for her to fall into the pool. That's why I jumped in to save her. But I need her as bait to show the world what that jerk Gregory is like. He doesn't deserve to be her father. <gasps> I muzzled myself in shock. Gregory is their father? And that Cameron guy was the one saving me. Not Jer? Don't you forget who abandoned us when Mom had a close brush with death, then took all our business and properties, even our home, leaving us helpless? That jerk deserves all he gets. I was trying to process it all. When another car arrived, Gregory's. I quickly hid under the stairs before he walked in with a bunch of bodyguards. Cameron, Jeremiah, my sons, haven't you grown up so fast? Cut to the chase. Give us back the business and what's rightfully ours. Then we'll let your stepdaughter go. Huh, <laughs> indeed. Like father, like sons. Very smart. But still amateurs, my boys. You see, all that girl is to me is an obstacle blocking my way to the inheritance. So please, be my guest and take care of that little Miss Annoying. Aren't you afraid we'll expose everything you just said? And who's gonna believe you now? Jacqueline is mesmerized by me. So she'd believe anything I say. <laughs> that snake. How dare he speak of my mom like that? Unable to hold in my rage, I jumped out of my hiding spot and screamed at Gregory. What did you say about my mom? 
You slimy, lying traitor. Nice talking to you all, but the fun has to end here. Goodbye. The guards lunged forward, about to tie me up when... The cops smashed the door coming in, and behind them was... Mom! Stop right there. How dare you do this to my daughter? Gregory's face turned paler than a ghost as he mumbled out, Jackie, honey, why you're here? Um, but just in time to save our baby, Vivian. Cut the act. I already heard everything you said. And you're going to jail for a long time. Then the cops led him and took his crook guards away. Seeing Mum, I was so happy I rushed to hug her. Turns out, her investigations of the pool incident led her to Cameron. So when she confronted him, he eventually told her everything. That's how they came up with a plan to catch Gregory red-handed. Mum and the cops had been waiting in ambush around here for Gregory to show up. Then, well, you know the rest. A lot has happened in three months. Mum finally finished all the legal stuff, so now the property Gregory had merged with hers to gain her trust is now signed back over to Cam and Jeremiah. I realized that being wealthy isn't a bad thing, especially as it means with influence like this, I can help other less fortunate people and really make a difference. Now I help mom with her business and her charity work, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm proud of my hard-working, amazing mom, and I'm proud of who I am. And guess what? I now have real friends who like me for me. As for Jeremiah, well, he apologized about everything. He used to fear his brother was going to hurt me, so he lied to protect me. We made up, of course, and became the best of friends. I'm not sure I can say the same about his brother, though. He did everything he could to beg for my forgiveness, but I just can't. Then one day, Jer asked me to come by his home to visit his mom. She begged me not to think badly of her boys, especially Cameron. He's in love with you, you know? He always talks about you, and how he wishes things would have been different. Oh boy, her words are starting to have an effect on me. When I walked out the door... I saw Cameron sitting on the porch. He turned and looked at me, and I felt my heart pound for my gray-eyed, masked night. So, taking a deep breath, I walked over to him, just as the sun was setting. Hi, my name is Happiness. You're impressed with my name, right? My dad gave me that name. And yeah, as you can guess, he put a lot of hopes and dreams in me. I'm now 18 years old, and tomorrow I will fly to Massachusetts to start my college. My parents are preparing a farewell party for me downstairs. I have never left my hometown and been away from my family, so this is such an occasion. As I'm packing my belongings for college, a flood of memories come to mind. You see, when I was a kid, my family was dirt poor. We lived in an old, dilapidated house on the outskirts of Selma in Alabama. I remember we would buy a chicken at the beginning of the month, and my parents would make it last the whole month. I didn't realize we were poor, though. In fact, at that point, I was just a happy, carefree little girl, but that wouldn't last. My mom worked as a cleaner for a rich family, but they treated her terribly, and she barely earned enough money to even take the bus there. My dad was a lorry driver, and so he was away a lot, delivering goods to other states. Every weekend when he came home, I'd stand out on the porch as soon as I saw his big truck driving up the dusty road. I'd run out there and jump up and down. The best part was that he always brought me a little present, 
like a piece of candy that he'd save for me, or a small toy. They weren't valuable gifts, but they meant the world to me. One time he came home, and I ran up to him and said, Daddy, yesterday Jeannie's dad brought her a chocolate egg back from his trip. It even had a toy inside. I want one too. My dad looked confused. Then he said he'd heard of them, and they were called Kinder Eggs. And then, with loving eyes and a smile, he promised he'd find me one, no matter how hard it would be, even if it was the last thing he did. The next weekend, I raced out to the street and could barely contain my excitement as I waited for him to come home. I waited and waited, but still he didn't arrive. I started to get worried, so I asked my mom where he was. She said, Oh, sweetie, he's on his way. Why don't you go to sleep, and as soon as you wake up, he'll be here. There was no way I could sleep. All I could think about was getting a chocolate egg with a toy inside. I'd almost dozed off when I heard his voice. I ran downstairs and jumped into his arms, hugging him. I missed you, Daddy, I told him, and he laughed and said, I missed you too, sweetie pie. Then I said, Um, where is it? Did you get me a chocolate egg? I eagerly asked. Then his face dropped. He said, Sorry, baby. I was working late, so I didn't have time to buy one but I promise I'll bring you two next time to make up for it, okay? But this wasn't okay. I was so disappointed. I pushed him away from me and burst into tears, saying, You promised! You promised me! I'd never cried like that before over something so small, but at the time it felt like such a big deal, and my dad looked confused to see me so upset. At that moment, my mom came through and saw me. She immediately understood everything, then started to comfort my dad. Come on, honey, take a rest. You've worked yourself too hard recently. Come eat, you're so skinny these days. This just made me more annoyed. I was the one who needed comforting, not my dad. So I shouted at my mom, Mommy, daddy didn't keep his promise. But my mom just ignored me. And so I stormed back up the stairs, crying all the way. After I'd calmed down, my mom came to my room and said, Happiness, your dad works so hard. And you should just be happy that he's home safely. I know he didn't bring you what you wanted, but he will next time, okay? In the meantime, I'll make your favorite cupcakes every day. Every day? Wow, okay, I said to her. And she really did. She made me cupcakes every day, and I was so happy. After a few days, I said to her, Mommy, I like you more than Daddy. I don't even love him anymore because he broke his promise. My mom just looked at me and said, Oh, happiness, you don't know what you're saying. One day when you grow up, you'll understand that everything your dad does is for you. He loves you so much. The next weekend rolled around, and as usual, I ran outside to wait for my dad. Just like the week before, the sun set and still he was nowhere to be seen. I was about to start crying when I noticed a man running towards our front door. My mom appeared and he said something and suddenly my mom started panicking. She called out to me and said we had to go to Grandpa's place immediately. I had no idea what was happening, but for the next month, my grandpa took care of me because my parents didn't come home. I missed them so much, and whenever I asked when they were coming to get me, my grandpa just said, Happiness, they're busy working. Don't you worry. Just stay here and enjoy your time with me. Eventually, I got used to it, then one morning, Grandpa woke me up early and said it was time to go home. I was so excited that I kept on singing happily. As we pulled up outside our house, my heart started beating faster. I was home! 
Then a shadow appeared in the doorway, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was my mom and dad, but my dad was in a wheelchair. My mom looked so thin and tired, and my dad had no legs. What had happened? I looked to Grandpa to reassure me, but he looked as nervous as I did. Then in my little voice I said, Daddy, where are your legs? He smiled at me, and with his usual loving eye said, They got hurt. But hey, what do you think of my wheelchair? He let me sit on his lap, and Mom pushed us around, and it was so cool. I was way too young to understand what was really going on. All I remember was how many people kept visiting to check on Dad, and that I finally got to try a chocolate egg. That same day, a doctor came to visit, and after he checked on my dad, he came over and patted my head. Then he pulled a chocolate egg out of his bag, and then another one, and another one, three chocolate eggs. I couldn't believe it. I was shaking with excitement. The doctor said the gift was from my dad, and that I should thank him. I ran to my dad and said, thank you, daddy. He looked like he was going to cry, and I asked if he was okay, and he just smiled and said, I'm happy because you're happy. That's all that matters to me. For the first time in my life, I got to try a chocolate egg, and it was the most delicious thing I'd ever tasted. And the best part was that inside there was a toy. After I opened and ate all three, I just wanted more. I kept asking my dad when I could get more, and he just laughed. And then I thought, maybe if I studied really hard and was a good girl, I'd get some more. So that's what I did. I focused on my study. And one day I won a medal at school for winning a math contest. I was so excited to show my parents and assumed they'd give me a chocolate egg as a reward. But that's not what happened. They congratulated me, but said it wasn't possible for them to get me another chocolate egg. I don't know why, but this made me so angry. I cried and I even threw my bag at them. And this made my mom super mad. She scolded me so much that I was scared and ran out the house and went to my grandpa's house. I cried and cried and told him everything. And my grandpa said, Happiness. The reason your mom got so mad is because she is under too much pressure and has to work so hard to look after you. Now, your dad can't work, so she's in charge, and it's a lot for her to deal with. Then he told me what happened to my dad, and it changed my life forever. That day when my dad was out doing his deliveries, he got an opportunity to do some overtime, which he jumped at the chance to do so he could buy me my chocolate eggs. On his way home, he stopped to buy them for me, and then because he was so tired, as he was leaving the store, he got hit by a drunk driver. He was hit so hard he lost both his legs. I couldn't believe it. How could I have been so selfish? If it weren't for me demanding a chocolate egg, my dad would still have his legs. I felt so terrible. And so the next day, when I won some candy for the other math contests, I came home and went to my parents. Mommy, Daddy, I'm so sorry. I want you to have these. You always do your best to give me the sweetest life, and so I wanted to make yours sweeter too. That probably sounds a bit deep for a six-year-old to say, right? Well, my grandpa taught me that one. My parents were so moved that they almost cried when they hugged me. And even though I didn't understand it at the time, I do now. And it's so true. It's taken me a while, but now that I'm about to move out, I finally understand the life my parents have given me and how sweet it has been. Through this channel, I'd like to send some words to my parents. Mom, Dad, 
If you're watching this, I want you to know how much I appreciate everything you've done for me. Now it's my turn to work hard and make you proud. No matter how hard life gets, I'll persevere, just like you both have, because I'm your happiness. Why do we have to study logarithms? Will they help us with stockbroking? Surely not. Why suddenly create the X and then force us to find it? And why do I have to prove that it's an isosceles triangle? I see clearly that it is. Duh! Then I received the note back saying, what are you two talking about? I just figured that another kid had intercepted it. So with my eyes still glued to my level 3692 of Candy Crush, I scrawled back, keep your nose out of my business, and then handed the paper over without looking. Ahem, but your business is taking place in my class. I slowly looked up and saw that it was my teacher. Oh, dang, busted again. Looking over, I saw Bread with his big guilty face. Ugh, he should have been more careful. Okay, you, and you, out. Hmm, you're probably wondering how I'm such a pro with this pose. Well, it's because I've done it a thousand times. And that serious woman over there is Mrs. Megan, my math teacher. I swear, she totally has it in for me. Okay, let me tell you the story. Once upon a time, there was a girl who, due to an unexpected accident with a trash can and an ill-placed skateboard, ended up arriving a teensy bit late for her exam. But the teacher refused to let her in and also failed her. Grrr. Yeah, that girl was me, Lexi. Thus, from that moment forth, she became my arch enemy. So, during her boring lecture, I threw a paper plane at the board and said, Miss, you've spelled arithmetic wrong. I suppose spelling is a bit hard for a numbers person like you. It's okay. Clearly my comment got to her, as during that same class, she picked on me to graph a function. Huh, easy peasy. So I created a masterpiece that made her eyes roll, and the whole class found it hilarious. And as expected, she gave me a lengthy lecture on my childish behavior, and even threatened to call my parents. Poof. Yeah, good luck with that, as unless it involved business, then my parents were practically impossible to reach. Besides, I was just having a laugh. Mrs. Megan needed to lighten up. So I secretly stuck a piece of paper saying free hugs on her back. I lurked behind a tree and watched as all these people surrounded her. She looked so bewildered as she tried to navigate past them while having no idea what was going on. <laughs> Ah, the good old days. <laughs> Suddenly, Bread patted my shoulder and told me 30 minutes had passed and we needed to go back to class. My butt hadn't even touched my chair when I heard a patronizing voice say, You shouldn't act like that. Ugh, that's Faye, the teacher's pet and a real pick-me girl. Every time the teacher asks a question, she wriggles her arm in the air and squeaks out, Me! 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 Mrs. Megan only likes her because she always laughs at her boring jokes. Oh well, I may have no proof, but in my experience, 
Faye's definitely not as innocent as she looks. Don't say I'm jealous, because I'm 100% not. You probably think I hate school, but it's still way better than my so-called home. Ugh. At least school could be amusing, while my home life consisted of mom and dad locked away in their office 24-7. I can't remember the last time either of them cooked dinner. So takeaway it is. So I'm texting Ben, my super sexy BF. He's been studying in France, and he's back today. I've missed him so much, but unfortunately, I couldn't pick him up from the airport because of, you know, school. And tonight, he has a family party, but we're meeting up tomorrow. Yay! Let me see your face, sweetie. I miss you. You know what? Today, that teacher gave me detention again. Really? She messed with the wrong one, didn't she? <laughs> Definitely. I will retaliate tomorrow. She'd better watch out. Okay, but don't end up in after-school detention, as I want to see you. You know, my mom's also a teacher, but she's not that much. Oh, by the way, she's here. You want to say hello? Yeah, sure. Hmm. Ben, it gets on my nerves whenever I think of that meek. Before I had a chance to finish my words, a person popped up on the screen. Mrs. Megan! Lexi? O-M-G. We both gave each other stunned, open-mouthed stares. It looked like the screen had frozen. Literally. Then just when I didn't think it could get any worse, suddenly a familiar voice broke the silence. Oh, Ben has a girlfriend? Let me see her. Huh? That's... Faye! Oh, my days, this is too much to process. My two enemies were in the same frame. Shocked, I ended the call. Right after, I received a text from Ben saying, Don't worry, my mother may look super serious, but she's kind. And the girl is Faye, my neighbor. We've known each other since childhood, and she's cool. This was so crazy. <sighs> Now, I'd have to face them both every day, knowing that they're associated with my BF. Oh, the future is as dark as night. And yeah, this is the beginning of the series thusly entitled, Living with my future mother-in-law and my BF's annoying female best friend. And since then, things at school turned weird. For our class Halloween event, which had a Toy Story theme, Mrs. Megan was in charge of handing out the parts. Faye was Bo Peep, and she had this really cute outfit. While me, I was stuck as Mrs. Potato Head. My outfit was so lame, and one of my googly eyes kept on falling off. Ugh, it was so embarrassing, but I couldn't say anything. I couldn't mess with her anymore, as I still wanted to be with her son. Ugh, worse still, math class became an endurance test. I was so sick of being compared to that goody-two-shoes Faye. Lexi, if you spent more time studying and less time painting your nails, you'd be a top student like Faye. Poof! Faye caught on to what was going on and also started playing tricks on me. One time in class, when I was dozing and Mrs. Megan was correcting the homework, I overheard, This symbol shows that A is not equal to B. Faye then turned around and whispered, just like you, you're not equal to me. And you don't deserve my Ben either. What? Ben is mine, not hers. 
I bared my teeth and was about to say something when that brat started pretending to cry, saying that I was picking on her. Out! Mrs. Megan came to us with burning eyes. We were walking out when in a sympathetic tone she added, Faye, you stay. I returned to my meditating pose, but ugh, I couldn't shake off my anger. How unfair! Later, when it was lunchtime, Faye walked over to me with a cup of coke, saying it was a peace offering, and that she was sorry for earlier. This was confusing, but whatever. I took it and was about to take a sip when Brett rushed over, waving his arms about. Lexi, stop! I saw Faye put soy sauce in it. I was just a second away from yelling at her when Mrs. Megan appeared. I smiled smugly, thinking Faye would finally get into trouble. But to my surprise, Mrs. Megan took a sip of the drink and tried to keep a neutral face as she replied, There's nothing wrong with it. Really? They went that far to cover up for each other? Whatever. I had a date with Ben tonight to prepare for anyway. That night as planned, I arrived at Ben's house with a somewhat wilting pot plant for Mrs. Megan. I was kind of excited to finally have a cooked meal. Only, when I walked into the kitchen, I couldn't smell anything cooking. Mrs. Megan appeared and rubbing her hand said, Lexi, you don't mind cooking, do you? It's just been a long week of drawing diagrams. My hand kind of aches. Seeing the situation, Ben immediately came to help, but she reminded him that he'd agreed to fix a pipe or something. To be honest, I'd never touched a frying pan before. But I mean, how hard could it be? I'd make pancakes, though it's not really suitable for dinner, but I'd seen them on a five-minute crafts, and they were clearly a breeze to make. Only, it didn't go to plan. In situations like this, it's important not to panic. But, yeah. I panicked. I needed a plan B. Quick! In a rush, I threw away all the evidence of the failed pancakes and ordered food online. After all, thanks to my workaholic parents, this was my forte. I instructed the delivery person to come to the back door, so Ben and Mrs. Megan would be none the wiser. Expectedly, at the very first bite, Ben and my mother-in-law praised me profusely for my food. And Ben even joked that I should join the next season of Master Chef. Yo, I will rate this restaurant five stars for sure. Mrs. Megan suddenly dropped her spoon, so I quickly bent down to pick it up, only she leaned down and whispered sarcastically, I order from Sydney's too. Their sauces are divine. Oh, busted! Then, halfway through the night, this man showed up and apologized for being late. Turns out, he was Jim, Faye's father, but Faye wasn't coming over as she was out with friends. Happy days! I watched Mrs. Megan and him touch a tissue box at the same time by mistake, and then blushed? Huh? Oh, I get it. She liked him. Now it made sense why she was always sucking up to Faye. Have you thought about remarrying? I asked Jim innocently. To the waiting eyes of me, as well as Mrs. Megan, he hesitantly answered, Um, I don't think Faye would like that. Mrs. Megan glumly stared down at the floor. Okay, so I actually felt kinda sorry for her. Besides, matchmaking has always been my hobby, so I decided to help her. I knew that Faye was at a party on Saturday night, 
so I decided this was the perfect opportunity to play Cupid. I told Mrs. Megan that Jim had something to tell her, so meet him at the Golden Reef restaurant at 7 p.m. Then I told Jim the same. I stood behind a column and watched them share their starter, and then give each other gooey-eyed glances. Then Jim reached out and took Mrs. Meekin's hand. They were looking at each other passionately when... Faye suddenly rushed in from nowhere and angrily slammed her bag on the table. So this is it? My teacher? And my dad? For real? F-f-f-fay, why are you here? Jim stuttered. No one can ever replace Mom! Then she turned to a dumbfounded-looking Mrs. Megan. Turns out you were only being nice to me to get my dad. You're fake. Stay away from us. Mrs. Megan covered her face with her hands, then quickly left. Jeez, Faye was brutal. And however annoying Mrs. Megan was, she didn't deserve that. You! Faye shouted. Uh-oh, her gaze fixed on me. It figures you'd be behind this. Keep your big nose out of our family business and start caring about yours instead. Guess this is what lack of parental care does to a kid. I stared at her speechless. Those words should have driven me mad. But for some reason, I only felt sad. And so guilty. I really just meant well. So, first thing at school the next day, I swallowed my pride and went to Mrs. Megan's classroom, where she looked lost in thought as she marked homework. I coughed to clear my throat, then said, Miss, I'm sorry. I honestly was trying to help, but now I realize I should have minded my own business. I'm also sorry for being a jerk in your class. She was silent at first, then replied, It's okay, as I've come to realize that you and I aren't so different. We both have complications in the way of finding love. Guess it's really not easy to get approval from your parents' family, huh? She smiled and gently stroked my hair before continuing. You're such a smart and kind girl, and I always knew you could do better in class that I must have been too harsh on you. I'm sorry, too. I smiled back at her, and at that moment, I felt like all of our previous conflicts melted away. And I realized that I shouldn't neglect my studies. Instead, I should work hard to become the best version of myself. So, with a lot of hard work... I went from trailing at the bottom of the class to reaching the top spot, even overtaking Faye. Ha! <laughs> Speaking of Faye, she was still ignoring both me and Mrs. Megan, and never put her hand up in class anymore. But then a rainbow flame experience in the chem lab changed things. Everyone ran out of there when the curtain caught on fire, except for a terrified Faye. Luckily, Mrs. Megan rushed inside to rescue her just in time, and covered her with a jacket as she led her to safety. After that, Faye realized that Mrs. Megan is a good person, who cares about both her and Jim. So, through blurry eyes, Faye sobbed out, Thank you so much, and sorry, I was too childish. Please forgive me. A few months later. So, yeah, you see, my wingwoman plan worked. And now I have a second family. A really big one. But you know what's the best thing? That is, I no longer have to order food online anymore. Because I will stick to here. And my mother-in-law will cook for me.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.